wake up, wake up, From Jerusalem, Israel, this is From the Midwest to the Middle East, the podcast that explores everything new in U.S. and Israeli economy. Here's your host, Philip Stein. I'm really pleased to be having this podcast today. First of all, this episode is brought to you by Philip Stein and Associates, the largest U.S. CPA firm in Israel, providing U.S. tax services to Israelis, Americans, corporations, startups, and anyone else needing them. I'm very excited to have a guest, new guest, uh, who is going to talk, I think, about uh, one of the more innovative things that we've uh, been talking to people about over the years. I think all of my listeners, you'll find it very interesting, and uh, I'm personally looking forward to hearing more about this company. So who are we talking to today? We're talking to Oded Omer, who is the founder and CEO of a company called Wasteless, uh, which is a company utilizing dynamic pricing to cut down on food waste in grocery stores. Oded previously served as CTO and head of innovation at Weisberger, which was acquired by AB InBev in 2017. And since then, he has turned his full energy to solving the climate crisis and is an advisor and investor in several organizations working toward that goal. He is a relentless polymath moving fluidly between corporate building, tech innovation, deep engine, deep tech engineering, and music. Welcome, Oded. Hi. Hello, Philip. Thank you for inviting me. Even before we start, uh, food waste, it's interesting. I, I did a podcast a few years ago with an organization called Leket. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Yes, sure. They, uh, they take food waste from a little different angle. Uh, and you, uh, when I heard about your company, I, I, I was thinking about how years ago I had a neighbor who I never was able to participate, but he would say to me about two hours before Shabbat in Yerushalayim, come on, come on, let's go to Machane Yehuda because the, <laughs> all the, the, the Bastot, they're, they're giving, giving things away. They don't want to have uh, any merchandise because by Sunday morning, which no one goes shopping on Sunday, maybe it will be uh, midweek, they won't be able to sell that stuff uh, the following week. So they they basically mark their prices down and sell it, and he would come back with a big load. Uh, I'm not quite sure how he pulled it off every week. But it's in any way, it seems that Wasteless sort of brought that strategy into the 21st century. Can you explain to my listeners the main idea behind your company? Yes, sure. So, so we are not Machne Yuda, and, <laughs> uh, pro- and probably this guy or neighbor uh, took the waste from the Machne Yuda market to his uh, house. But anyway, so Wasteless is uh, very active in uh, waste reduction in supermarkets, okay? Mainly supermarkets. And we take a very different approach. So we are not waiting to the last minute and knock the price down by 40 or 50%, we, we, or 80%. Uh, we just don't do that. We are selling perfectly good item in a minor price reduction, okay? So if you are the retailer and I am the software solution developed by Wasteless, I will tell you what to discount, when to discount, and by how much to discount. That means that you, you have a system without habits that can be learned and hacked by the consumers. Okay, So we are analyzing the sellout, the sales rhythm, and we analyze the shelf stuff, so what you have in your shop. And then we say, maybe this item should be marked down today and despite the fact that you only onboarded this item to the shelf today 
we will tell you, you know, you need to discount this item by, uh, let's say, 1.2%, okay? Then we look at the sellout. So we look at the result, and then our machine learning algorithms, they are applying rules of uh, reward and punishment. So if you sold the item, amazing. If not, we will reapply a deeper discount, maybe 2%, maybe 3.4%. So we calculate the whole time horizon of how many times you should discount the item before the item was purchased. Okay, so, so we are actually talking here about sustainable fintech company that cracked the code of markdown optimization, multi-period markdowns. Okay, so... Again, I go back to another reference point. My my wife uh, had an uncle. He's he's no longer alive, but he he would uh, go to Supersal again, uh, a the the original Supersal in Yerushalayim, a, a landmark, and he would go for his cottage. Okay, he would go for his cottages, but he would he had an arrangement with the guy in the back before it even came out to the shelf. He would he wanted it right off the truck from Tnuva. So I I, I put myself now I'm the consumer. Uh I'm not I'm not going to go to the back and ask from the truck. I have, of course want something fresh, but but mm-hmm. how do I know based on your technology that there's been a markdown because I'm just looking at that cottage. I pick it up. So I see a date but I, I don't, how, how do I, how do you let me know that there's something to be saved here? Yes, and, and that's the beauty about Wasis. We are targeting everyone. That means that even people that w- weren't be able to buy premium items, now with a discount they can. And now we do that, okay? So, so we have a digital displays, they call the uh-huh. shelf labels, but, but if you are the retailer and you don't have them, then, then we will suggest a different structure of a, a sticker or even in your online consumer application, we can do that. And you, you are the consumer now and you will see two prices. On the right, you will see the catalog price, the normal price. And on the left, you will see a discounted price for specific mm. uh, for specific date, okay? And only that date. Th- that means that if you have, we are now on January. Today is January t- uh, 30. So if you have items that are going to be expired on January 31, you will see one discounted price for January uh, 31. All other batches of dates will get the catalog price. Gotcha. So, so eventually you see two prices on electronic shelf label, on a sticker, or within a consumer application. Understood. So again, as I said in the intro, you're, you're uh, interested. I'll even call, I'll I'll add my passion about climate crisis. Uh, as I mentioned, I, I I did a podcast, and I'm very familiar. We're we're a supporter of Leckett. They call it food rescue. Are are you sort of in the same business, but from a commercial point of view? Would you say? Uh, no, not really. Because first, you know, in Israel we have Leckett, and in other countries there are uh, many other organizations that are very good. And we love what they do, and this is very important. But Oasis is covering all the fresh items that have barcodes 
and that are packed. When Wessels is covering meat and seafood and some meals, most of the uh, Leket type organization or Leket alike organizations, they are not uh, really taking care of that. Why? Because there is, to some assortment, there is a, a label of food safety attached to it. Okay? So just uh, think about it to, uh, again today is the almost the last day of January and tomorrow our seafood assortment 20% of it is going to uh, to expire mm-hmm. okay okay what can i do with that you cannot donate it in most countries because ah, of understood. food safety now with wasteless with wasteless we are selling a perfectly good product in a minor discount before it becomes a surplus food gotcha. so So the combination, if you look at the value chain, the combina- uh, uh, there is a combination of uh, free silos that all together can eliminate 95% of the food waste. And mm. these silos are, one, supply chain optimization that is very limited, but of course, always you should look at supply chain optimization, very limited, like the 20, 20% of the problem. Then what Wasteless is doing, that is uh, additional, I would say 60, 70% of the problem, targeting the end consumers, because that's the only way to move the needle of waste, okay? Also social uh, solution, of course. And then the remaining percentage, which uh, which is donations, because there will always be no uh, donations, uh, specifically for bulk, w- which we uh, do not take care of. Mm-hmm. Understood. Okay, so this sounds a very sophisticated technology. Certainly, it would be something that I would expect to see in a large supermarket chain. I know you have you also have uh, you're, you've been uh, placed in in large chains abroad. But could even a small independent grocer use your technology? Is it is it uh, suitable? Sure, Philip. So. Scalable, uh, yeah. I guess. Scalable. That was the word I was looking for. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so uh, you know, when you want to, when you want that your solution will be scalable, and as a company, you are uh, you are looking for a specific business model that will fit upscale within large chains. This is totally clear. But Wesles during COVID, Wesles also developed a slim version. Okay, which sits or rely on the very same technology and the very same algorithms, but requires no integration. That means that if you are a retailer in Peru and you want to embrace our tech, you can surf online, you can order a kit, and mm. you can get our slim version. Now, the slim version will never have... The same results as fully deployed and integrated system. This is clear, but it will still be seven times better or maybe ten times better than what you have today. So the answer is post covid post covid we are targeting chains and we are targeting also uh, merchants or uh, franchises if you'd like okay, good uh few weeks ago i was visiting one of my daughters and she took me we went out for coffee and she said ab i want to take you into uh, 
the super farm. I said, well, I know super farm. She says, no, no, I want you to see that they have a pilot where they have, you can't walk out of the store without going through a, like a fresh food, sandwiches, salad, soup. Yeah. Could your technology be used in, in those type of stores or outlets as well? Yes, so, so we we can target uh, this kind of, of uh, food type are all aggregated under one name, which is convenience stores. Okay? Yes, right. Uh, we will we will call them yellow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but now I now I think Seven Eleven, the first one opened. Okay. A few okay. Weeks ago. So, right. Right. So, so okay. That's, that's that's for my uh, that's for I've been I've been making references to Machanehuda and Supersub, but I do have listeners abroad, so. <laughs> So we, I should use the 7-Eleven reference. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no commercials in podcast. So, <laughs> so uh, yes, so I, I will just call them yellow or convenience stores or gas station shops. And yes, we are covering those. We can cover those uh, because if you're going to eat this sandwich today, Yes. Why shouldn't why shouldn't you save half a shekel or so? Right. And and also help the environment and also help the 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 retailer. Now, I can also take you one step further. Our technology also fits waste reduction in pharma because you mentioned super farm and can also help or reduce the uh, the, the waste of a apparel store. Okay, mm. but we don't do that. Okay, we don't do that. So we are focusing only on food. Down the road in four, five years time, uh, I don't know exactly. We don't have that on our plan, not at all. Uh, we will be able to change and revise our engines to uh, to support also other industries. Again, for now, this is not on the roadmap. Okay, it was something I was thinking about, but it, it, it's interesting. I, I did think, and you've uh, you've uh, repeated that it could, it could apply to other industries as well. In general, do you have any type of data or statistics about what type of savings customers who who take advantage of your technology? Yes. So, so with the slim version, with our slim version, we save between 20 to 30 percent, uh, more like 30 percent of the of, of the food. We are reducing food waste by 30 percent, sorry. Mm-hmm. A- and uh, for the enterprise version, we are eliminating 50 to 90 percent, 50 to 90 percent of the food waste in supermarkets. So, so this is really cool. We also... We're also reducing the markdown cost because, believe it or not, when you get into supermarket, I, I guess, Philip, that you know the stickers, right? Of Reduce course. to clear stickers. So you, so you see 20%, 25%, 35%, 40 and and so on and so on. And, you know, we call them just a, a arbitrary or maybe guesstimated, if you'd like, mm-hmm. a markdowns. And what we do, we are putting in place a smart minor markdowns. Again, we will tell you what to discount, when to discount, and by how much. And with that, we are reducing your markdown cost, which is huge. Usually 1.5 to 2.5% of uh, of the retailer's total turnover is lost due to markdown. And we reduce this amount by 50% as well. So so again, uh, this is a sustainable fintech company. I guess what I w- I'm, I'm thinking is there is there some uh, I guess I'll call it a sweet spot that that a, a certain write down or discount 
you you see a, a blip sort of that's when people you know they may not maybe one two percent isn't going to track them but if you hit 10 it, it will so, so you know we we have a friend that you know his name is phenomenal dan ariely sure. and we like him so much and once and once we discussed and you know we throw a joke to the air but it was actually accurate because we tested it and show to ourselves what we knew how brilliant he is he said you know that if you uh, if you only write the word discount and you discount by zero people may wow. still pick it up so you know that's a nice experiment but but it it works as well of course right. we don't okay. do that okay because this is not yeah but uh, but people are very sensitive to discount and also they get the dopamine rush uh, by also helping the environment so, so again uh, this is not win win solution this is a we win we win solution the retailer must win because if you're not making money to the retailer right. just forget it they won't take your solution the consumers must win their pocket and also their ability uh, to buy premium items then lastly but the most important thing and that was my trigger um the environmental mm-hmm. factor right because food waste believe it or not food waste is number three most impactful factor uh, on the ecological system food waste is responsible for eight percent of global warming wow wow that's that's number three after refrigeration which is the first and fossil fuel which are uh, the second that's that's really uh, very eye eye awakening okay so I come to my last question and, and it goes more personal I know you you mentioned you I guess you were in the beer bit business okay I assume that was a beer company and certainly who bought you but is your background or what attracted to this coming from the food side or just from a technology side yes yeah, so the background for wasteless is uh, from retail tech the background for me is very different I started as a musician. Okay, mm. then I studied engineering, electronic engineering and industrial management engineering. And uh, my expertise was uh, aviation, navigation system. systems. So I literally developed and installed and deployed in many, many airports, uh, anti-collision systems for, for airports. Mm. I worked for the aviation industry for many years, uh, 12 years, I believe. And then started the first, uh, my first retail tech uh, company, which we closed after two years. Uh, then I joined two great entrepreneurs uh, in Weisberger, and it was a great roller coaster, which lasted uh, four years. We literally grew the, the the company from three, four people in a in a tiny room to over 100 uh, people that are working in 18 countries. And that was very intense and also huge fun. And after that, I just uh, followed my passion to, you know, to bring something really meaningful for the, you know, for, for the environment, for our, to, to improve our own habitat. We, we are not going to save the planet. Okay. The, yes. pl- the, the planet will take care of the planet okay as george carling once uh, said the planet is not going anywhere we are going so meanwhile 
<laughs> so uh, meanwhile, we, we can do uh, really good things. And this is uh, where the passion starts. Okay, so that's that's great. So before I ask you to share with my listeners more about being in touch with you, what instrument did you play or instruments? I am still playing upright bass mainly, bass guitars, upright bass, uh, piano, guitars, you name it, drums a little bit. Wow. But uh, yeah, I was a professional musician, but I realized that in Israel, this is very, very hard uh, to do. And uh, I took some decisions, which I'm happy for, which I'm happy for, by the way. I had I had an uncle who was a professional pianist. Uh, that was his career. And now I have a grandson who is doing a bagrut in piano. So uh, somehow that passed through, that gene passed so, through. <laughs> so my my, uh, my middle son is a jazz pianist, phenomenal. Mm well known and hopefully he will he will be able to to take this dream further good very good so again they want to learn more about wasteless or to reach out to you personally how how what's the contact information or website yes so so website is wasteless.com and i'm usually available Uh, someone will answer if not me someone will answer it or dead at wasteless.com well we wish you great success and uh and Thank hopefully you. my my listeners will see your technology enjoy your technology save some money and sometime in the future you'll say how the uh food waste has gone down and and it's having less of an impact on our our climate so i thank you thank you so much philip thank you for the time I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Feel free to visit us at www.pstein.com or look for Philip Stein & Associates on Facebook and LinkedIn. 